Hi, you're on Earth Tribe Radio, www.earthtriberadio.com. You're home on planet Earth, whether you know it or not. Hi, Fiona. <laughs> hey, Jill. How are you? I'm good. So, why don't we talk about uh, working with the Earth as a as a form of relieving depression? Because it can do that for many people. And I, I think some new research just says that 80% who, of people who garden say that they, they describe themselves as mm-hmm. happy. Yeah, absolutely. It's a huge, it's a huge thing. It's, it's really worth a try, guys. We both do it. Yeah. You, Jill at the moment doesn't have a large space. She has a large space somewhere else, but she's living somewhere where she ha- she's yeah. doing container gardening right now. Well, that, and that's very interesting because, you know, before I had to leave the wilderness where we had eight acres with two million acres in the backyard, um, national forest, um, I still... And so I moved to my son's place where I had a little guest bedroom in the back with a little patio. I mean, tiny patio. And I thought, okay, no, I, I need plants around me. I, because to me, uh, and this was all while I was going through radiation and, and coming through the cancer thing, uh, that I needed to put, I needed to grow. Mm. Plants, to, for me, are very healing. And, you know, before... I, I started all this or moved to the wilderness when I lived in England. I didn't know a rose from a violet. I knew nothing. (laughs) So this has been a wonderful journey, uh, learning how plants communicate with us, whether we know it or not, Mm. how they heal us, whether we know it or not, um, and how to listen to them and how to work our hands in the earth. That is such a wonderful thing. And a lot of vets, there are a lot of programs now for vets for PTSD of putting their hands in the earth and gardening and farming and yeah. seems to really, really cut their PTSD. When I when I was diagnosed with lymphedema as a result of losing the nodes, um, it's always to have my hand and arms and chest in compression and don't get a bite, don't get, don't put your hands in the earth. And so to begin with, I had on my right hand uh, like a very thin surgical glove and on the left hand I had no glove at all. And when I'm trying to garden, I thought, this is, I can't do it this way. I need to, I need to taste the earth. I need to have my fingernails dirty. I need to delve into the, uh, into the earth and and work with the roots of the plants. Uh, also, because of this, we've talked about this before. But one of the ancient, you know, uh, medicine women witch thing that comes from uh, Russia, I think, in the ancient days, is when they planted their seeds, they wanted the seeds to grow to know the people and heal the people so they would put the seeds under their tongues for about 30 seconds so the 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 seeds can absorb the saliva and then you plant the seeds and then the 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 plants grow to heal you well there's this wonderful symbiosis when you start thinking about plants that way and working with your hands in the soil and then you feel the soil in your body as part of the soil it is Talk about taking your mind off whatever is bothering you or worrying you or making you sad. I promise you, this is what got me through cancer with a big smile on my face. That's so wonderful. And um, 
You can do it in an apartment. We've talked about that before. Mm. You could just have a little window box. In fact, there are some that just sell for that. And I think that anywhere we are, we can grow. Mm. I always grew something, usually herbs, because I found that herbs are so helpful with uh, to for so many reasons, and you've got a lot of herbs too. Yeah, I, I am. I'm gr- growing them on a tiny little balcony, all, all my herbs. I also have right now on the windowsill an avocado growing from a pit that I, um, which is working really well. The poor little thing uh, got a little hot outside and the leaves didn't do well, so I brought it in and nourished it and changed it and talked to the, and you know, cleaned the roots and replanted it, and all of a sudden it's taken off again. But I think this is really important. I, I remember years ago, my husband did a uh, um, a workshop with the the Tasmanian man Bill Mollison, wow. who was like the father of permaculture. Mm-hmm. Although permaculture is really an ancient thing, but he would talk about how even if you had a window ledge or a tiny little area in a New York apartment that you could open a window and put a plant out there that you can grow your own food. Yes. So I recommend searching out any books that you can online or in bookstores or secondhand bookstores on permaculture. There are a lot of them out there. Bill Mollison was the one who's, who's got the the giant book on that. But he talks about how to, looking at the direction, if you're in the north, south, east, or west, where the light comes in, how how you uh, bring this plant to sit underneath this plant that sits with this plant so they nourish each other and they start growing food for you. It's just so delightful. I can't It's so you. wonderful to watch things growing and to put your hands on the earth. And uh, we know that uh, there's so many reports now coming out and studies that gardening helps depression mm-hmm. and that it can really help to pull us out of depression and give us relief from depression. And mm-hmm. I think for me that was, that was the case. I wasn't doing much gardening but laying on the earth used to help me mm-hmm. a whole lot and I think that um, they found that gardening is so good in so many different ways it stre- gives us stress relief, it improves our brain health, it, it helps us just choose better nutrition because we're, we're just feeling more balanced, we're not rushing to what will try to balance us with, um, with you know, if we're eating stuff we're not supposed to, or that's not good for us, it's always that the body's out of balance and we're trying to get the chemical balance right, and then we get it more often, so we try to get it right again. I loved eating my snap peas. I must oh. tell you, especially when I had put the, the seeds under my tongue and then planted them and then watched them grow, and it was such a joy every day saying, well, how many do I need to pick and eat today? How, what do I... But it it is a it's nourishing. It is nourishing. I think that it's so wonderful. And maybe you've got a gardening, um, you know, community garden in your area. Oh, I know yeah. my daughter's apartments. <clears throat> they have, and people. There's a natural. There's a natural pull for us to garden because yeah. it's so inbuilt in us. Um, if if we're connecting more to who we are, and I think uh, she's saying that somebody didn't know how to garden. They just stuck all the plastic pots they bought them in. In the, in the ground, yeah. thinking that they would, that, you know, like the little ones that you don't put in the ground. and uh, But there's just such a draw, and no matter what you do, it'll help you. You can buy um, plants uh, in baskets, like uh, earthen 
that come from the earth, that are made from the earth, and they've already potted it for you so that you just plant this pot, yeah, which is easy, earth, yeah. and into the into yes. the earth if you've got earth there. Um, to do that, I, I after experiencing buying the seeds, uh, and I like to buy seeds from like a company uh, that do seed savers. And, save and just oak. making sure that the, some of the some of the companies spray their seeds. Yeah, so you have to you have mm-hmm. to just make sure mm-hmm. that they're kind of organic or yeah, so non sprayed. Look for something like seed savers, which are the people mm. who save the old seeds and uh, of all the old things before the spraying ever began. So, and sometimes you've got a farm stands like we have one up on the hill, Sulphur Road, Sulphur Mountain Road, um, and he gathers all his own seeds every year and he replants them. So you might he sometimes he sells the seeds as well. And one of the things they found is that um, gardening decreases depression severity by engaging in effortless attention and interrupting ruminating. Because mm-hmm. you know you what you just said before was when you're gardening you you bring yourself you become very present it's a wonderful meditation mm-hmm. yeah and as you do that you can't be you you find your mind goes out of you you don't start to you're not saying yeah. to focus on the things that make you depressed and, and this is why it brings in it can bring in happiness because you're not focused on what makes you depressed yes and once you finish gardening and you put away your tools your or your forks and spoons as i do my windowsill gardening with with the forks and spoons I rinse them off clean my hands and do a thank you to that and I'm in a far better mood I'm just in a far better mood right now talking about it because it really it's something I so strongly believe in and it's amazing for somebody who couldn't tell the difference between a violet and a rose (laughs) and just that this body is from the earth and it returns to the earth and it it has a great need to connect to the Mm -hmm. earth that that whole organization called earthing I think it's earthing.net He's done so much research, uh, Dr. Sinatra, so much research on why the earth, why the body needs to connect with the earth and how important that Mm -hmm. is. And a lot of people have, a whole town in Alaska decided they'd all do the earthing and it helped to heal a lot of things like arthritis, Mm -hmm. things like that. And research now is also showing that gardening can help improve cognitive function by increasing brain nerve growth factors. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, very interesting. I mean, so there's just so many things with gardening, and, and you can do it, again, in so many ways. And you know, the other thing is, I love the idea when you're talking about the community gardens, because there's so many community gardens. There are. Um, and that if, if, if that interests you, here's an interesting thing, is when people garden together or share plots and garden together, and they have the same purpose, which is feeding or growing beauty or something it's very hard for anybody to argue and and, and be in conflict uh, together because you're doing something absolutely natural and beautiful together that's uh, and you've seen these things in the inner cities where they get schools to get a patch of land and grow their own food and the children learn what food is and where food comes from and they get to taste the food that they grow or bring some of it home or bring it to the shelters. It's fabulous. This is how we should be. This is this is so natural for us to to live this way. I can't see how it I can't help those who are overwhelmed with depression. Depression and what's around us. The, you know, the reality of what's around us and the stresses of daily life and 
the things that we're expected to do or what's expected of us and how we doubt ourselves or struggle with things. And Dr. Mercola, as he was saying in the, uh, that studies report a wide range of health outcomes, like a reduction in depression, anxiety, body mass index, and also life satisfaction and quality of life and a sense of community, which is what you just said. I mean, there's such a satisfaction when we interact with the earth because the body's coming home. Yeah. And uh, and the plants, the plants help us to balance our body and their beings, and it it's like we we're part of this incredible flow of nature. And you notice that when you see children come upon a puddle, you know exactly <laughs> what do do? what's going to happen. <laughs> oh, let me check this out. You know, Jump yeah. in that splash. Yeah. Get dirty, get muddy. I still like to get muddy. I do too. <laughs> well, we're both bare feet people. Yes, yeah, so yeah, if you are. It's very hard for me to wear shoes. It's hard for me to wear shoes, but because I injured my foot so badly, I, I I have to kind of wear shoes. But when I get back to the house, once we get back to the house that burned, um, I'm going to make myself a mud patch. <clears throat> I've oh, always nice. had a mud patch. Yeah. And so I can either sit in the morning and put my feet in it, or sometimes I'll go and just lay in the whole thing Love to, to get Love connected. But anyway, so gardening is such an incredible gift and a tool for helping us with depression. Mm -hmm. And um, having been a very depressed person in my late teens and mid-tweens and 20s, I know how, how effective it is and how powerful it is. So anything else that we can think about? Gardening. Well, I just want to mention that we've we've done we've mentioned this before, and I think we've done a podcast on what we've termed spiritual gardening. Yes. But I and so I just wanted to add that, you know, when we work with the earth, and the earth works with us, it is a symbiotic relationship, whether we understand it or not. We don't have to understand it; it just is. And therefore, it it touches the spirit and the heart within us, which is always uh, a good thing. It's such a powerful... That's depression lifting as well. Exactly. Um, You know, it's... Oftentimes we feel we feel disconnected. Sometimes depression, for me, was feeling really just disconnected from from everything and everyone. And I think one of the things they say gardening helps us with is feeling connected. When we feel connected to something like the earth and nature, it helps us to feel connected and be able to connect. Because I know when I was in depression, it was sometimes really hard to to connect with anybody or yeah. want to connect with anybody. <laughs> This yeah. is this is really important what you're saying, and I've said this before in other podcasts about if you live alone and you're in an apartment somewhere, get a plant, a living plant, yes. and set it next to you. The thing is, you can do this if you've got plants that you're growing for food. Uh, at some point, just take one of the leaves. Don't take the sorry, don't don't pick it or anything. <laughs> just put your the palm of your hand underneath one of the leaves of of the of the plant. And just wait. Let the plant touch you, and all of a sudden you're going to feel a vibration, and you're going to—it's going to blow you away because every plant has a vibration, like we have a vibration. And if you leave it there long enough, the plant connects with your vibration, and then you have an incredible relationship with it. So, that beeping is, I think, from the trash, in case anyone's oh wondering. Oh, boy, another <laughs> trash run. Okay. Um, but it, this is such a good 
thing to do is to to hold a plant, hold the hold the leaves of a plant, hug a plant. It makes us feel connected. I kiss a plant. I do. I do my <laughs> I do in the morning. Yeah, and yeah. I do that to rocks too. But yeah. no, I do too. And, and and they say that you know what happens is that you you we know this from gardening and from connecting with nature. You get a kind of a feeling of a well-being. And Johns Hopkins University or Johns Hopkins Medical Center, they found that having a cheerful temperament can significantly can significantly reduce your odds of suffering a heart attack or or a sudden cardiac death. death. So cheerfulness is so important, and yet it's really hard to achieve in the world we live in. But the plants can bring it to you. The plants have that energy, and they can bring it to you. Same with animals. They have that energy, too. I I think I told you a few years ago, I, I was sitting in my house, and I had a plant which was growing behind me, and then it just all of a sudden, I found a branch of it, a little branch of it, over my shoulder and I thought oh I'm getting a hug from the just something like that oh I'm getting a hug from the plant and then all of a sudden after a bit I felt the vibration I thought oh my golly and I was saying to Bob hey Bob wait 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 look listen to what's happening listening to what's happening and that really uh just I cannot tell you so opened my heart and I realized that plants hear everything they know your moods. They, you know, and they know if if uh, you need a, a shift, you can be with your plant, and it'll help you shift. I, that's all I can tell you. I mean, well, it's and so well, amazing. The well-being that you achieve through gardening and through being with plants um, enables you to walk in that way through your day. As you walk in that way through your day, you influence people. Yeah. I mean, just sometimes seeing somebody smiling makes us smile. Yeah. Well, you, uh, you've you said many times when we've been walking through your garden, which, alas, your amazing garden it burnt down, but will rise again, I know. It's rising uh, again. Yeah, and you would say, oh, I know, and I, I, I this, because you, I would walk in and say, oh, this is a magical place in the garden. Oh, this feels so, this is a happy space here, or there's that one place I walked in and said, oh, this is magic here. And you said, yes, this is, you know, so it's, it's. It's the creation of who you are, and who who the who the plants are that work together. The connection. Ah, cre- oh, it was absolutely amazing. And I think that's what we feel. Uh, you know, one of the things I love about English gardens is that when you get to a real English garden, it's been maintained by somebody who really loves gardens. And probably for hundreds of years. Yes, one person after mm-hmm. the other, because you can tell very often that the English gardens, you walk into them and it's not just a garden, it's a garden that's been tended and loved yeah. and it's been loved back. I mean, right. that person's been loved back. So so it's really worth just doing something with gardening at changes so much about us and it helps and heals yeah. us investigate this mm. i mean look at this uh look at the place where you live and what might where you might be able to grow something and pay attention to whether the light that's coming in is from the south the, the west the north the east um, if you go to a, a local garden center, you can talk to the people there saying, well, what grows well? What kind of food would grow well in, a, in, a, in, my, in my kitchen window, for example? I, that's all I have. What can I grow there? And start forming a relationship.
with it. Yeah, and I would suggest start small because it can be, it's very easy. When I first started to do bigger gardens, I started a huge one in, uh, in well, I've always gardened, but when I got to California in Woodland Hills, I decided I'd plant the whole garden and I planted it all and then the summer came and it was like 110 yes, years. You see, this is died. This is, now this is the whole thing about permaculture is they would say if you have a home and it's got some land around it, you watch the temperatures, the sun, watch the sun for a year. You can grow things in pots. That's a good way to start in pots because as you're watching the way the sun crosses over your property, the way the wind currents are. If you're being aware of the, the weather all around you and where the sun is, you get to start moving your pots around and you think, oh, oh, I could do it this way, I could do it that way, oh, this will grow better. And once we can find what grows well someplace, then we can find other things that grow well there that will take care of this, like the banana circles. You know about banana circles? Mm -mm. So there are like they're quite beautiful shade trees. They're banana trees. Mm -hmm. As long as they're not too cold in your area. Yeah. So this is something you have to investigate. And if it's a, in a hot place, it can reduce the heat by 20 degrees, wow. the shade under. And what you do is you plant the banana trees in a circle, and then you have your compost pile in the middle. Mm -hmm. So it's always growing and nurturing, and you, you've got compost growing, and you throw out your vegetables, and not your meat, but your vegetables. And uh, and then the, the banana trees grow, and then as they grow taller and provide shade that cools down a very hot place, mm -hmm. then you can start... Uh, planting things underneath the shade of the banana leaves oh, cool. that will grow food for it. So it's, a, it's an amazing thing to explore and investigate and, and investigate, as I said, and, and um, bring into your life. So if you're really stressed, if life and the reality all around you is bringing you down, here is a beautiful way. You don't have to have a specific talent. You don't have to be an artist. No to do it you you, you can investigate and yes. teach yourself everything and that is such fun and it totally will take you away from all the stress it'll bring love into your heart connection into your heart make your make you feel a lot better oh well this is we've been talking about gardening and depression and gardening to help us to find the well-being Yes, yes. Earth Tribe Radio, www.earthtriberadio.com. Your, 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 your home on planet Earth, <laughs> as we say.